2: Welcome in another episode of BLT Bets and we're adding an extra ingredient this week because Zach Lang is here, fresh off knee surgery. Bets. Hello. I'm back. Zach is a very active member in our Twitter community. I was trying to uh, figure out a way to get the Z in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. BLT, BLT Bets with a Z at the end. Oh,
2: that's actually smart. I like yeah, that. that. That's go. a good way to mix. Yeah, good. Two, two uh, for the
1: price of one.
2: I'm excited because Zach, you are uh you, and you're you're kind of like bag milk where you didn't really bet a ton like a couple of years ago right? like yeah. is this something you're still pretty new into
3: yeah well, actually, when I started at the nation like is that's how I kind of got my foothold uh two and a bit years ago, you know it took me a little while to kind of understand what betting was and how it worked, <laughs> but um yeah, I'm a total <laughs> degenerate now, uh, just like that car alarm outside.
2: Uh, good Lord. I don't think people could probably hear that on the recording, but yes, outside of our studio, there's a car alarm going off, and it is wildly distracting. It is um, very distracting. It is always, very loud. Always loud
1: going on around here that isn't normal.
2: Yeah, we did a pregame show once, and they just decided to start chopping down a tree like with a nice. chainsaw and stuff yeah. midway through the show, and it was, that was good. incredibly distracting. This is actually insane. I don't like this at all. This makes me wildly uncomfortable. Um, okay. Let's focus. Let's focus. Zach is here. Join our Twitter community. Oh, we- shit,
0: Tyler. That's your car.
2: No, I'm parked more <laughs> around the corner. Uh, no, you're not worrying me. No. <laughs> oh, it's the one right there. You can see it. Well, the owner of a navy blue Ford Escape please come to the front of our office? Yep. Uh, anyways, there's 22 people in our community. We basically talk about what we're betting on and what we like and share wild bets that we find from around the internet. Like a guy who put $10 of his free bet on Cody Cece to score the first goal in Game 7 so between funny. the Oilers and Kings and won $400 off That's- it.
1: That's why like would that's just you? wild. You know? that,
2: so I, I got the $10 yeah. free bet as well. I did Cassian because it was a $300 payout. But I, I'm a firm believer that when you get a free bet, you hammer something. You don't play it safe. Yeah. You try to make some money.
1: I think I did the Carolina Puck line against Boston, which was, like, plus 210, and it hit and a home team had hit it in every single game. It was, ah, 20 bucks. It
2: and then it didn't hit. It
1: didn't hit because, uh, what's his name? Pasternak scored with, like, 20 seconds left yeah. that
3: whole sequence was terrible because Slavin's stick just exploded too yeah and then he decided to go and like he went to the bench to get a stick leaving mm-hmm. pasternak wide open on the back door that was a frustrating one
2: okay at the time of us recording this it is 250 will the car alarm be off by 2:50? what are we betting on boys oh, i'm taking the over or no let's try to get exact time it's 250 what time will the alarm be off at
3: 253 I'd go
2: 55. Oh 254. I'm gonna say 257. I think right, we really got seven, Ooh, more, minutes seven more minutes. Seven more minutes. Round one of the NHL playoffs. We gave a bunch of bets on the last show. I did not do great. Um to recap. I had Florida minus one and a half games. That one actually hit. I missed on Boston, heartbreaking. I missed on Kutrov to be the leading goal scorer. That was a half unit throw, like whatever. Oh, oh, it's all. Oh, uh, yeah, everybody, prices Right rules. We all lost. Yeah, we Ooh. all lost. We all went over. Uh, I nailed the Rangers. Missed on the Rangers minus a game and a half, though, unfortunate. Nailed Colorado minus two and a half games. Missed on Calgary minus one and a half. Missed on Calgary minus two and a half. Missed on Edmonton minus one and a half. So my first round stats since I did keep them, is uh, I finished down 2.65 units on my daily face-off show bets, though, which we're betting game day to, or game, to game on uh, the daily face-off show. I finished up 2.1 units. So round one, not great. Finished down 0.7 of a unit or whatever. Not not the worst thing in the world. Liam, how'd you do in your round one bets?
1: I did pretty well. I hit on the big ones, which was important. So I got Florida in six or less. Mm-hmm. I missed on Tamper in six. And the Kucherov won. Mm-hmm. I hit the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I missed on Boston. Mm-hmm. But I hit the Evander Kane plus 850. Which oh, was nice. good. That oh, was oh a, the leading score nice. in the series. Yes. Nice, nice. So that Damn. Was a big one. And then I had a parlay of the Flames, Panthers, and Oilers, which I also hit. Oh,
2: that's, what did that pay out?
1: It actually wasn't even that good. It was like plus two something. Mm, still, though. Because Calgary still. and the Panthers were such heavy Mm -hmm. favorites. Yeah. Money's money.
2: Bag Milk, you talked about how you were betting on uh, Evander Kane to go over two and a half goals in the series. So you hit that and that was even money too. And he hit that in one game. Like, come on. Um, Is there anything else you had success betting on in the, in the opening round? Honestly, I did uh, not great. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of bet too
0: much with my heart on this one. Like Bouchard over one goal. Didn't get it. You know,
2: and I, he had like five assists too. Like he actually had a good series.
0: So I had Oilers winning in six or less. Mm-hmm. Didn't hit it. Um, yeah, there's just a bunch of those that I just did not get at all. Correct series result. I did not hit. I thought I'd go for a little juicy one. I was plus seven hundred. I thought it would be four two. Ah. But you know,
2: so yeah, way she goes, yeah, where would- she goes sometimes. Zach, you weren't on our last episode, but uh, what were you betting on in round one? How'd you do?
3: Yeah, I actually did pretty good. Uh, For the Oilers series, I had the Oilers to win by one and a half games. That didn't hit. Uh, Otherwise, I had McDavid over eight and a half points, Hyman over three and a half, and Bouchard over two and a half points. Those ones all hit, so I was pretty happy about that. And then I only did two bets outright for the series. They were both sweet bets. I picked the Panthers to sweep the Capitals. That one didn't hit, but the Avs swept the the Preds at plus 250 so that's that one nice. was a pretty nice little one so I'm going in a lot heavier in round two though
2: really see and I'm the opposite I there's not as much that I love on like the series mm. pricing front of round two um, but I guess that's where we can jump into thing there's four series going two of them uh, get started on Tuesday night and one of those two is going to be the battle of Florida between the lightning and the rangers five o'clock puck drop for game one on Tuesday uh, the lightning actually open up as underdogs in this series which I find interesting considering they split the season series and it's the two time defending Stanley cup champions who had a much tougher first round uh, opponent as well mm. in the Toronto Maple Leafs. Anyone like the dog lightning here at plus plus one thirty-five? Yes.
1: You're a big lightning guy though. How I just don't know how we can continue to doubt them like, until they lose. I will put my money on them every time. That's the way I'm going to roll. I think. Well, I'd not think, yes, that's exactly what I'll be doing.
3: I like that mindset, too. I rolled with that in the first round with Tampa. Yeah, me too. And I cashed out a big money line play on Tampa in game seven there because I just couldn't trust the Leafs. Like, you look at yeah. you look at Tampa, they're back-to-back for a reason. They've been there. They've done that. Um, you know, I couldn't couldn't trust the Maple Leafs, a team that has obviously had their struggles. But, yeah, I really like the Lightning on the money line or on the, the series line, I guess, for that one. Um, I
2: think it's so you're taking them like minus a game and a half. Yet no, no,
3: no, no. Oh, just take them taking a straight, them straight up win. Straight up. Yeah.
2: plus one thirty one. If you do like the lightning, minus a game and a half, it's plus two twenty. But I agree, plus one thirty one. That that I'm I'm gonna chew on it here for a little bit. But it's interesting. Like, how can you bet against the? Like Liam said, like they're proving that they they still got it. They're not exhausted or anything like that. I do think this series. These two teams will just beat each other to death. Like, it'll be a chippy, chippy physical series, but...
1: Well, last year was a lot of fun, the two of them. Yeah. The two, the two, the, the
2: and it went seven, series. right?
1: Uh, Did it? It went at least six.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a quick series. No. Um,
1: I, I think double checking. Tampa won game one and then Florida came back or something like that. Either way, this series is going to be incredibly fast. I Yeah, th- it went six. I think there'll be a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like Vasilevsky's been such a weird goaltender because he's shown up when they really needed him, but he's also had moments where he's not been that great. And I, Bobrovsky's kind of been similar as well. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't really know what to expect from the goaltenders, but I just, again, Tampa Bay just have all the same guys who are just performing and doing well. Yeah. Like, I guess point missing game one can make a big difference. That's what
2: makes me nervous yeah. is if points unavailable, yikes.
1: But Nick Paul,
2: he's a Yeah, wild, eh? <laughs> Nick Paul. Legend. Former, so, yeah. former Senator stepping up to sink the leaves too.
1: One oh. thing
3: I wonder about that series too, you look at round one against Toronto Kucherov. He was quiet. Vasilevsky. Yep. He didn't have a great series. Like, you know, those are their two best players. So mm-hmm. if they have a little bit of regression to the mean statistically, I mean, that could be a difference maker for them.
2: If I'm betting on this series, it's the lightning or it's taking this series to go seven games, which is uh plus two twenty. bag milk. Panthers. No,
0: this is one of those ones where I'm going to have a hard time betting on it because it could easily go either way. If Tampa wins the series, would you really be surprised? Probably not. No, but Florida is just, they've been a juggernaut all season. So I also have a hard time betting against them too. I think in terms of just series winner on this one, I might kind of stay away from it.
2: I think that's fair too. Um, I was looking at some of the player props there's not even anything there that really stands out to me. I was hoping that the books would disrespect Carter Verhage because I made some good money in the first round betting on him to get an assist. He was plus 180 every game. Wow. Um, and that guy's unreal. Like he had 12 points in six games in round one. Granted, there was a five-point game mixed in there, right? But I'm even looking at his over-under. His For goals, it set at three and a half. I get that he had a good first round, but it is very hard to score four goals in a playoff series. Like Carter Verhage's over-under is basically the same as Connor McDavid's. That doesn't jive with me. No, that's pretty wild. That's that's silly. Yeah. Um, Barkov's point total is set at five and a half. And even that, though, I'm just like, "Ah, I don't know. Like, you never know how these things are going to play out. He had six points in six games against Washington. Tampa's a better opponent. Like, I don't know. This series is going to be tight. It's going to be awesome hockey. I think I might just stick to like player props on a game to game basis, or I'm tempted to maybe take it to go the distance at seven games.
1: I guess quickly while we're talking about player props, was there a player prop in the first round? You said for Hagee was there one that you guys liked to hit every time they played?
0: McDavid over one and a half was basically the freest money you could for, ever have. The
1: freest ever. The only time he was in jeopardy was game seven, and they yeah. just showed up anyway and did yeah. it. Jake Gensel's shot prop was basically automatic. It was three and a half. And I'm pretty sure he hit it in every single game. <laughs> Austin just saves was nuts. Like,
2: Andre saves, yeah. Yeah, that him. was a
1: good one. And I think the other one a bunch of my buddies were talking about was Patrice Bergeron. He had a monster, he was just hitting everything too. And Crosby when he was healthy.
2: Crosby was good. me. It he was healthy. tons. Um, you guys talked about McDavid. I was, uh, so he scored in game one. Then he didn't score in games two, three, or four. So I bet on him to score in games five, six, and seven. It was plus 110 or plus 115. Every game. He was on another level for those last three, but we'll yeah. get into that when uh, when we do. Um, so that's Tampa, Florida. Let's stay in the East, Carolina, and the Rangers. Zach, you were saying you like the Canes on the spread here? I do like the Canes on the spread. It sits
3: at minus 109 right now. I have questions about the New York Rangers. I think they got lucky to come out of that first round. We saw a big comeback to earth for Igor Shisterkin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he had a tremendous regular season, but he was pretty much average or below average in that series against Pittsburgh. And I look at Carol line and I see a team that's a lot deeper than the Penguins are right now up front they're firing on all cylinders their back end has been really strong and like anti Ranta and net like holy crap he was tremendous in that series he was so good for them um, so in my eyes, I am not as high on the Rangers as I think you guys are here. So uh, I think it's a little risky. Like I don't love the the money. I wish it was plus money. Um, but minus 109, it's pretty close to even money on that. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna take a shot on that one and, and see if it
0: hits. I'm with you, Zach. I think I'm uh, like, I, I would bet on the Hurricanes in this in this series. I think I just I don't think Shosturkin looked quite like Shosturkin for you know, some chunks of that season a series against the Penguins and the Canes are just, they're super deep. Super deep. Mm. They've got guys that can score. They've got guys on back end that can put points up. I think this is going to be a tough one for the New York Rangers.
1: I think I'm off the Rangers train too. I was on them in round one against the Pens, but just the amount of shots they allow every single game. Yeah. Like I think with the depth that the Carolina has compared to the Penguins, it's just going to be so overwhelming for them. And what was it? The last three games of the series, I think they came back from behind in each they game. Were yeah. yeah, but I just I don't know. I feel like Carolina was just better up front and on the blue line to prevent that from happening. You've also got to consider two. What was it? Two or three of those games were up against Louis Doming. Four games, five. That's
2: an interesting point too.
1: Like, and they couldn't win with they. They were, barely beat yeah. them. Yeah,
3: uh, and, and Jari I, was still hurt in game seven,
1: too. Yeah, <laughs> like and he was Crosby, far from 100%. Crosby was hurt. Yeah. Raquel, didn't Raquel come back as well? He yeah, yep. they basically played with three players who were injured and they still had to win in overtime
0: though. If you're gonna if you're gonna pump the Rangers tires a little bit, what were they though? they were like the first team to ever, ever come back yeah. down three one and down each of those games as well to come back to
1: win. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Did you pull
0: your money out or what? We saw you in the BLT bets
2: community. I did not. I wrote. I wrote it. Good for you. Um, I I could have cashed out for the same amount that I bet, and I was like, no, no, trust the process and go. But now I'll, I'll admit, I think you guys are talking me out of a Rangers series bet I was going to place. Um, <laughs>
0: I just think yeah, Carolina's so they're, deep, they're deep, and they've got guys that can score throughout the lineup and on the back end. If I just, I think they're going to be a handful for the Rangers.
2: I. See, and it's interesting. You're like, oh, Shesterkin doesn't look like himself. And, and part of the reason I didn't cash out my bet at any point, because even heading into game six, I could have gotten half my money back. And I was like, ah, you know, it'll be tough for the Rangers to win two in a row. Do I just take this now? But I just kept going back to like, Shesterkin can't be this bad for this long.
1: That's what I thought. He can't too. keep
2: being bad. Can't mm-hmm. keep being bad. And I think maybe that's not the right line of thinking, but there's <laughs> still a part of me that kind of goes like, yeah, just if he steals one for you on the road, the Rangers, MSG, like they're tough to beat in that rank. I just kind of go like, uh, you never know. But no, I, I maybe I'm not as confident in them as as I was maybe before we started this conversation. Because you guys make some good points. Like the Canes are fucking deep.
1: They're really deep. Really deep. I think it's funny what you say about like, Shostakin can't be this bad, because that's also what we were saying about the Oilers. It's like, okay, they can't just keep being bad. Yeah, and then they turned it around. Like, yeah. I think just teams. I guess sometimes our players in this situation too are just gonna have like two or three games where it's like, ah, oh, that was shitty. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay. There they are, and like it's hard to bet against the best goalie in the league right now. Mm. I guess with Shosturkin, but I just don't think the players in front of him, are, mostly the blue line, more than the forwards for me is the issue. Like they just the shots. Like I said, like that's the thing for me is like I feel like Carolina is gonna be able to. Pounce on that, and they they were scoring a lot of goals against the uh, who they play, the Bruins too.
2: Yeah, Edmonton Calgary. Then let's jump into it. Boa Battle of Alberta. Um, over under three and a half viral videos of fights in the stands.
0: Oh, over. Just to me, this series. Just like this, seems like a fistfight waiting to happen. You know, like if you're an Oilers fan going down to the Saddle Dome and you're sitting in the press level. Like you're taking your life in your hands, yeah. and you know it's it's gonna be one of those ones where if this series gets greasy on the ice, that's gonna end up in the stands, and gonna it's gonna end up done. in the streets. Like I mean, you saw the Leafs lose Game Seven the other day; oh their fans God. were fighting each other. each other. So like,
2: <laughs> I the thought that was Alberta, hilarious. By the way,
0: I did too. That was like, so funny. I did too. That guy that looked like Pat Maroon who's just <laughs> trying to get away, <laughs> just could not get there.
1: Shirtless. <laughs> I
2: Man, there's something about that. Like, again, just drunk hockey fans just running around like that, fighting. It wasn't even like it was like a... I don't know. It just felt like it was hilarious. I don't know. They were just flailing around. So good. Um, Edmonton, Calgary to go seven games is plus 210. Edmonton, plus 155. The Flames are minus 176. The Flames to finish it off in six games or earlier is plus 110. This is basically one of the closest series that the books are offering. Only Tampa and Florida is considered closer. I... One of my bets will be this series to go seven at plus two ten. Yeah, I think so. I think we're in for a long boa. I think we're in for a long stressful two weeks here.
3: I'm already in on that one. Yeah, and I actually also took the Oilers to win this series four three. Um, so the Oilers to win in seven, basically. Yeah, plus six seventy
0: five. Whoa, that's juicy. It
3: that is nuts. So I'm all over it. I got the Oilers outright two plus one eighty.
0: A big question for me, though, and unfortunately it has to be said, is what's going on with Leon Dreisaitl? Yeah. Because Frank Saravalli tweeted today. Hi, Dr. Saravali. Dr. Saravali, I got mm. the Photoshop from Frank after he tweeted it. Um, that makes me nervous, man. Yeah, he played 22 minutes in game seven, but he had a little hitch in his giddy up. He wasn't looking like Leon Dreisaitl. Now, when the ankle kind of loosened up a little bit as the game wore on and the adrenaline starts pumping, he started to look a little bit Better. more closer yeah. to himself but that's a that's a that's a scary one
3: it is for sure i mean kevin biexen made a really good point in the
0: first intermission
3: you know you watched the first period you saw drysdale laboring he looked slow biexen's point was basically that once you kind of get going and get that blood flow in the body you kind of start to forget about the pain so to speak and you see in the second and third periods his time on ice ramped up he looked better he was skating a little bit stronger now i saw a tiktok from the other day of Leon Drysdale in the Edmonton community and he apparently wasn't wearing a walking boot. Like he was Is this the one
2: of at the restaurant? Yes. Yes.
3: So apparently he was just walking around in like whatever regular footwear he was wearing, which I thought was kind of interesting. And it's TikTok, it's social media, but you know, you, you never know if he's feeling a bit better, he could be good to go. And truth be told, you know, an extra 3 or 4 days
1: of rest for him here is going to be huge cuz our series doesn't start till Wednesday. I think it's interesting, though, too, because in game seven, he wasn't in his office on the power play. Mm-hmm. He was in front of the net or like what the slot, whatever you want to call it. He played wing the entire game. He only took face offs like late in the third period. Yep. And he was barely skating. Like, I, even towards the end, like, I, I don't know. It just worries me. Like, I feel like he's going to miss game one.
2: The margins in a playoff series like this, like it's going to be razor thin. Mm -hmm. The difference between winning and losing every night will be a bounce or a big play from a star, a depth guy, whatever. The Oilers, if they don't have Leon, it's hard to see them winning a series without him. As much as, you know, I'm an Oilers guy, but without 29, I'm just not sure how the Oilers can beat the Flames four times.
0: Well, the reality is too, though, that the flames are going up against a much different animal in the oilers than they just faced in the stars yeah
1: Say the I was same thinking for the oilers too. right um they yeah, are i feel like calgary's obviously just calgary's obviously better. Be
0: they're better, better they're better yeah. they're heavier but like stylistically it's going to be very similar that's a good point actually
1: i think it's going to be interesting the way calgary deals with the oilers blue line and i don't think the oilers blue line by any means is like a bunch of bullies but dallas is pretty soft blue line.
2: It's just yeah. a puck moving blue line, right? Yeah, like, it, the they have Oilers, Yanni, Hawk and pa, and then a bunch of guys who just move the puck really yeah, well.
1: Yeah, where the Oilers, it's like, they only really have, like, Nurse, I guess, who's like a puck moving guy, like Bouchard, too, I suppose. But everyone else is, like, a bit more physical, like, pretty good defensively. Like, I, they're not going to have 50 shots a night. The others just
0: are uh, they're just a more physical team too. Like I was yeah. watching the game seven last night against Dallas and I was just like, Dallas isn't throwing any hits here. They're not trying to make life mm-hmm. difficult on Gaudreau or Kachuk at all. That's not what they're gonna get from Edmonton.
1: Do you think that'll play into Edmonton's advances then where Dallas hasn't had that for seven games? I oh, sorry, Calgary hasn't had that for seven games where in Edmonton, like it was still physical. LA was a physical team. Mm-hmm. But not as physical as Edmonton.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh Hopefully. I mean, obviously, I bet with my heart here. I want the Oilers to win this, but it's like Tyler said, the margin for error here is razor thin. You need to, you need to have your T's crossed and your I's dotted in this series because this is
2: going to be some big boy hockey coming up here. Yeah. So what are you guys going to bet? Series to go seven, and then I got a couple of player props I like. A Vander Kane to go over three goals feels like the easiest money in the world. Yeah. Like, it's paying minus 118. I think at the absolute worst, like the guy had seven in the first seven games of this playoffs. Mm-hmm. At worst, this thing is pushing for you. He, he's out there with empty nets. So, if the Oilers win a game or two, there's a chance you can mooch an empty netter. Mm-hmm. If Dry Settle's not up to 100%, that means they're probably going to be giving Kane more minutes, right? Yep. Because, I'm again, like if you're going 11 and 7 and there's no Dry Settle to filter through, going to be McLeod, Nuge, McDavid down the middle. Kane just gets more minutes with those guys. I think Kane over three goals is an absolute lock. Absolute lock. And then I'm also digging McDavid over 24 and a half shots on goal. What do you have, Zach?
0: Yeah,
3: I like that one a lot. Um, I also like Kane to score more goals than Kachuk in the series. That one's Ooh, minus. I also took that one as well. Kachuk has been absolutely absent for the Flames. He scored a goal in Game Seven. It was big a big goal. goal last his night. first. Goal. Goal. He
2: had one though in seven. He had
3: games. one goal. He was absent otherwise. Um, I don't think he looked good out there at all. So you know, you talk about. Kane and the opportunities that he has Tyler I mean I think mm-hmm. it just plays right into it um, two shot props I'm on already McDavid over 24 and a half at minus yeah. 105 and Nuge over 16 and a half at plus 120 the Nuge one I think is really interesting because we started to see him get a lot of ice time with Kane and Hyman mm-hmm. and that's going to be a very high event line offensively um, with a couple of strong drivers of play so you know we, we know Nuge is a guy that likes to shoot the pill Um Milk you're always on the shot props for him love so. that shot
2: prop He had 19 in round one.
0: Yeah, so there you go, right? And I think if he, if, if you know, if Leon does miss time or isn't playing as much, you know, somebody's got to step up and Nugent Hopkins is a candidate where you have to step up.
3: Absolutely, absolutely, right? And I think a lot of it comes down to, well, how is Jay Woodcroft going to deploy the lines, right? Is he going to continue to go 11 and seven and rotate you know mcdavid through third and fourth lines i think that's something that's very realistic and i think especially when you look on the back end um this probably won't happen but i almost wonder if a guy like marcus name a might get recalled to be a seventh defenseman we talk about a big physical series like that's exactly what nemo's been for the oilers yeah. in his brief time and, and same thing in bakersfield so it'll be interesting to see the way that uh, it all kind of shakes down what are you touching over there? I just
0: like touching
2: this one. I never get to sit over here. We're uh, we're in our office today. Usually we do these over Zoom, but bagged yeah. milk is in the usual producer chair, chair. So he's a, it's got like a nice mic.
0: arm thing. I like it. It's, it's a, a nice spot to sit. Hands free over here. Yeah.
1: Um, Liam, I only have one yep. for this series, mostly because I don't know which way I want to go on each team. So I'm just going to say it goes to six. Exactly six. I think it'll just go six games. Plus two hundred.
2: Plus two hundred. Right. That's my that's my hit. See, and I have seven plus today. What do you got? What do you like? Who are you betting on, Bagno? You can take uh, your boy Nuge over one and a half goals. Uh, He does play well against the Flames. He does play well against the Flames. He,
0: I just think he needs to shoot more. He needs to, like, we, Tyler, we talk about it all the time. We text each other. We just like that. Yeah. That quick wrister. We haven't seen a whole lot of it off the left hand side. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more of that. I do have uh, McDavid over 24 and a half shots. I got, uh, Nugent Hopkins over 16 and a half shots. I feel like at plus 120, I mean, come on. How can you not? The guy, I think if this series goes long, which we all believe it probably will, he's going to have to, he's going to have to be firing pucks. He's going to be have to be firing pucks from everywhere. And that's one thing that the Oilers did a lot better in game six and game seven is they were firing pucks. They were trying to create their own chaos. And I think that's going to be the plan against the flames as well. And I also have Kane to be Kachuk head up in goals. Not bad.
1: What a random duo to like put together. Just like compared yeah. to how well, how different they've both been yeah goals. Like Kuchuk has won and his game yesterday. Yeah. yeah, you know it's just maybe we're too invested in Kane, but that just seems like a very easy. But this also seems like
2: mind. the kind of series where Kane can make some noise, or or he'll either make noise and be at his best, or he'll get super distracted.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like, what was I there's going to be noise. Yeah. But it's yeah. just—is it going to be the sweet, mm-hmm. sweet song we hope to hear, or is it going to be a little bit messier? Mm-hmm. But this is the kind of series where a guy like Evander Kane, like, this is what you're here for, man. This is big boy shit. You play big boy hockey. You do not shy away from the physicality, and there's going to be plenty of it.
1: On the flip, uh, on the flip side, I think this could be the same for Matthew Kachuk. I know I just said how can they compare the two mm-hmm. of them, but like. This seems like the type of series, too, where he can just go in and just mock some stuff up and grab a couple of greasy goals and do what Matthew Kachuk typically does.
0: I think, too, that a big part of it, especially with a guy like Kachuk, because he loves playing the Oilers, Mm. is they're going to have to stay disciplined. They're going to have to find ways to avoid that if we're going to be talking about extending this series um, outward. And Matthew Kachuk is going to be annoying.
1: He always is. I'm going to be curious to see what he's like after Whistles against the Oilers. Mm. Because in that Dallas series, he had that whole Klingberg thing that was going on. Yeah. And it was also a couple of times he would grab like Ryan Suter out of the pile. And it's like, he's not going to do anything. Like, who is he? Because didn't he fight Ethan Bear? Was He fought Ethan Bear, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Ethan Bear beat what him a, up. What a random person to try and fight. Yep. Like, I think Kulak is his man. I think him and Kulak will have something this series. Like, they'll... Fight, scrum, whatever it is. I just feel like it's him or the cowboy, Chris Russell.
0: Listen, oh God, I, could you imagine Chris Russell and Kachuk? Listen, I bet <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight the cowboy. That guy throws his body in front of everything, he'll oh tune God. you up. You know, one bet I wish I could place? Block shots.
3: Oh, yeah, that would be a fun one. Yeah. yeah. Evander Kane to fight somebody in this series.
2: That would be great,
3: right? Like we we haven't seen that from Kane. We know he's a scrapper. We know he can scrap. You look at the LA series; he was in a lot of mm-hmm. altercations, a lot of post-whistle stuff. Just feels like this might be the series where we finally see Kane beat the snot out of somebody. But that's
0: also the kind of thing that's like what Tyler was saying. Like I almost would rather him avoid it a little bit, like yeah. play physical, mix it up, be annoying. But like they need him to score. They need him to score. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But right. again, like if, if there's a game that gets a little bit out of hand, you know there's gonna be you know there's gonna be some mitts dropping.
2: Yeah,
3: it's gonna happen. Like it's just it's gonna happen. This is
1: gonna be a bloodbath.
2: Over under two and a half fights in this series. I'm say over. Uh,
1: over under. There wasn't one in the first round for the Oilers. I just I don't know. There was barely any fights in the first round, right? Cassian
2: wanted to a few times. Yep. with that's true. The uh, I think two and a half is right where the line would be set, though, if you wanted even money on either side. I'm taking think, over.
1: I think there'll be two. I'll go I, under. I'll I, say two as well. I, I think Cassian and Kachuk could go again. Which I could a also
0: see fun. like uh, I could see one of those fights that you don't expect. You know, like Nugent Hopkins drops him again, and then just the mm. place goes crazy. Yeah. I you could know? see
1: someone going with like Zadorov, like mm. a Nurse stepping up, perhaps with Zadoroff, yeah. like Gabranson, someone like that. I think this is going to be very fun, even if like the oh, yeah. lose, whatever it is. This is just going to be a really fun series, and this, if this is over in four, either way, obviously if the others win, I'll be pretty happy. But it'll just be disappointing not to have like the full battle of Alberta. Yeah. I just
0: I can't see a scenario where it's over quickly, I regardless of the oh. outcome. I just the season series was tied. These two teams play each other hard all the time, all the time. Mm. and I think it's going to be one of those ones where. If the Oilers can go into Calgary and, and steal one mm-hmm. of the first two, then all of a sudden, hey, now there's a little bit of pressure on. And also, Calgary's got more pressure, I think, in this series than the Oilers do because they've got some major contracts that they need to sign after this year is over.
2: They kind of they need it. Calgary winning round one felt like a, like, exhale, okay, we got through the first round. Edmonton winning round one felt like a big monumental moment for them. Like. Yeah. If Calgary season ends in round two, I think considering the regular season, it might be deemed a bit of a failure. If one totally. loses in round two, I think the outside perspective, obviously in the market, it's, it's different, but I think the outside perspective, if the Oilers lose, would be like, yeah, kind of like what we expected from the Oilers this year. They're like the
0: Oilers are the underdog in this series. Yeah. They're banged up, mm-hmm. but that is also the opportunity to go in and make some noise and cause a little ruckus. Mm-hmm. Listen, they're going to be extremely tough on Gaudreau. They're going to be extremely tough on that Oilers on that Flames first line, and they're going to have to be, because Johnny Johnny got some points in that first round for the Flames. You know, Kachuk didn't score until last night, but it was a huge goal. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a tough series. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be stressful.
2: It will be. Uh, okay, let's move on to the last series, the only one we haven't talked about yet, and that's Colorado, St. Louis. Colorado minus 450, St. Louis plus 330. Uh, for me, there's a few it's spots.
0: Disrespectful. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, plus 330 just, for the Blues? It's just a little bit disrespectful. So, so, are you betting it? Yes. Really? I, I, okay, I have to admit something very quickly. Okay. In the first round, I told Tyler this in secret. Now I'm telling the about world. about the bananas. Ooh. No, no, that's. Different podcast. <laughs> so I made a bet that St. Louis would win against Minnesota. It was like plus 330 or whatever. It was similar to what it is now. And the reason I did it was because I thought St. Louis is too good to have a line that high. And I cashed out before the series started and St. Louis won the series. Uh, you chickened out. Wow. Chickened out. Scared yeah. money don't make money. Yeah. And yeah. I was scared. I was very scared. Understood. And then obviously they won. So this series, I am going back to it. I'm not scared anymore. I've learned my lesson, and I am going to put money on St. Louis to win this series. I think you are absolutely insane. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, like. But I respect it. You can't, I'm not going to bet Colorado
2: minus 500 either. That's the no. thing. Even Colorado minus a game and a half at minus 170 isn't a great bet. So here's the one that I'm on in this series. St.
3: Louis plus two and a half games. It's minus one twenty-eight. There is no way that St. Louis doesn't steal a game or at least two.
2: Yeah, they have to steal two.
1: Yeah, they have to
3: steal two games. But like that's not unreasonable. That's not it's unreasonable not, at no. all. It's not. Look, St. Louis. They did a hell of a job against Minnesota. They did. They really did. And that was a Minnesota team that had a lot of heat on them. Yep. A lot of high expectations. Like let's not forget that you know it's only been a few years since St. Louis won the cup. And their core pieces of that cup-winning team are still there.
2: It's also been twelve months since they were swept by the Avalanche. It's very true. Well,
0: there's a little chip on your shoulder.
2: Come
3: yeah.
0: on, absolutely, you don't want that again. I just think the Avs are too good. I agree, they're too good. But like, to to suggest that St. Louis can't win two games, it's a little crazy. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't. I
2: don't mind, mind plus two and a half. My prediction is Colorado in six. So that works. I'm also probably going to go with the payout sucks, but I'm going Colorado minus a game and a half at minus minus one seventy. Payout sucks, but I'm in on it. I think I might be in on Zach's plus two and a half. I have some, I, no, you go ahead.
0: I still think Colorado ultimately wins it, but I
2: don't think it's another sweep. No, I don't. Yeah. They're not sweeping them, but I think they're winning the series.
0: Yeah. I
3: just but think I'm not going to bet it at minus league.
2: 500 either. Like, no, it doesn't make sense.
3: You want to know a little juicy one that I got? Yes, I got Colorado and the Colorado-St. Louis series and the Florida-Tampa series both to go over five and a half games plus one ninety-one. That is a juicy. Mm. You think about it, yeah. right? Colorado-St. Louis, it's gonna go six. It's got to go six games. Like there, there's for sure St. Louis stealing two. I think, okay. and then Florida-Tampa. I mean, that's as big of a coin flip series as there is in this round. In my eyes, at least. Yeah. So why not throw them together on a little parlay? Plus 191. It's not that bad at all. And if you want to get really frisky like I did, you can parlay every series over five and a half games at plus 678. So I threw a little bit on that.
2: Too. So every series over five and a half games yep. is what? Plus 678. Really? That's so an interesting bet. Every,
3: every series has to go six games, at least. That's
2: well, a really interesting bet.
1: Well, which one wouldn't? That's what I'm saying. Colorado, Colorado, maybe, one.
2: maybe the Rangers just get the wheels yeah, beat that's off true. them, right? As much as I don't think it'll happen, it could. But I mean,
3: you go a half unit or a third of a unit. Yeah, yeah. I went a full unit because I'm a total degenerate. Yeah, but like, <laughs> scared money don't make money, baby.
2: That's an interesting one That's really interesting I know
3: it is right Like I don't mind it at all You could probably even go like Over four and a half games If you really wanted to play it safe And it'd probably be I don't know around Plus 400 maybe Plus 300
2: So you're betting on At that point you're betting on There just being straight up No sweeps in round one Pretty much So I'm going to quickly throw that together here in the little calculator and see what it would pay out. Um, Yeah, you're right, Beg Milk. It's disrespectful, the shit I'm seeing here. Like, the the blues to just not get swept minus 417, like, that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Like, like, come on, people.
0: Like, I get it. Colorado
1: is an absolute wagon, but, like... So is Minnesota. Come on. Yeah. Right? Come on. Colorado, I know injuries have played into this. So in the first round for the last three years they have lost two games.
2: Minus 141 for there to be no sweeps in round one. Minus 141.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I mean, I...
2: You could even meet it halfway. Like the, the thing that's really throwing this off is the Florida-Tampa series. So if you just take Florida-Tampa at five and a half, then it shoots it up to plus 143. So no sweeps, Florida-Tampa to go at least six.
3: That's nice right there.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the spot. That's something I'm hitting. I'm gonna write that one down.
3: <laughs> There's a couple of other props I really like on the Colorado
0: St. Louis series, yeah. though. I took Makar over six points. So did I. I feel like that's free money.
3: He had 10 points in four games, guys. I feel like that's, that's free insane,
0: money. Right? You know?
3: Another one I'm on, McKinnon over 27 and a half shots. Guys, he had forty four shots in four games against the Predators. <laughs>
2: That's like the guy could very well hit that in three games. Like oh, that's wow. insane.
3: He had eleven shots per game. Like that's that is absolutely ridiculous to me. Like I don't know how that one doesn't cash.
2: Um, I love that one. I'm in on Macar with you guys. I'm also taking McKinnon over three and a half goals at plus one twenty. He yeah. scored He was. He's basically like goal a game in his NHL playoff career.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot.
2: Yeah, he scored five goals in four games. Uh, sorry five goals in four games this year 33 and 54 playoff games on his career So not quite or not close to a goal a game. I was wrong uh, But five and four this year like I just think he could easily pop four. this This is a guy who could score a freaking hat trick in game two and you're basically there. So, uh, yeah I I have a lot now now looking back here because I love the mckinnon bets shots and goals Love the mccarr points. I'm taking colorado minus a game and a half even though the payout isn't great And then I love this no sweeps plus tampa florida over five and a half inspired by zach that's the spot I'm on.
0: Another possibly. one I'm interested into is uh, David Perron over was, two and a half goals.
1: I was going to say his point is five and a half. I mean, that one's even money. I don't know what the other one's paying out. But just David Perron, didn't, yeah. he had a hat trick in one game.
2: He scored. He had five goals in round one, I think, and they came in two games. Game he scored one, a hattie and a
1: seven. Yeah, or they didn't uh, go Game seven. six, sorry. Game six. There was David so per- many game sevens.
0: David Perron over two and a half goals is plus 120. I kind of like that yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I like that. I was looking at him too. And also, Colton Pareko is two and a half points. He's even money. I believe he had four or five in the first round.
0: Pareko had four points, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty good.
2: That's an interesting spot too. A
1: lot of player props.
2: I think that's the way to go here. Some these, of these, it's once you get into the later rounds, it's just...
1: Who knows Yeah it's just yeah, such a Who shit, knows right? What are we Is there an update on Kemper Is he expected He's to playing? play He's going to start he, game one He is going to yeah. play Okay That changes things too
2: Right Yeah, Kemper's legit Hopefully his eye's okay That was fucked eh Oh, super fucked shit, is crazy Mike McKenna wrote a daily face off About why goalies take the uh The risk of using the cat eye mask And all that But like Damn if I was a goalie around the league And I saw that I'd be like Holy I'd f- be going to the Urbe. Zerbe mm, Just full on player yeah. bucket
0: Flip player bucket
1: There's a rule in junior hockey that you can't wear kais. Really? There's a goalie, yeah. Because I remember the goalie in Shore Park that they had, he wore them when he played in the U.S., and he brought it up here and he had to change his mask because for reasons of what happened.
2: Because a stick blade perfectly fits through it and it goes right to your eye. Makes sense. Gnarly. Mm. Disgusting.
1: Hate to see it. Yep.
2: Gnarly like us missing our sandwich bed every week.
1: Yeah, last week was not good.
2: Oh, that was the Golden State one, right?
1: There was a couple of factors I didn't put into play. Okay. (laughs) Number one, Uh, Memphis was in an elimination game at home. mm -hmm. Should have probably considered that. Number two, Memphis has an unbelievable record without Ja Morant. They've lost like three games. We should have considered that. And my third one was Steve Kerr had COVID.
2: Ah, (laughs) So, Still, the, the fact that I was sitting there and I was like, all right, we got this parlay. Let's check in on Golden State, see how they're doing. And I was like, holy fuck, they're down like 35 at the half. And then me, being an idiot, I was like, well, I mean, Steph and the boys will come out shooting in the second half. That's what I so thought. I live bet them like plus 24 and a half points. I'm like, they'll make it close. And I check back 10 minutes. Later. I was like, no, they're down by 45. It's gotten much, much worse.
1: Finished. They, were, they finished 50, 54, yeah. And I had two people tweet at me. Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> saying how much I messed up on it. So, yep. Sorry, everybody.
0: Yep. Well, let's put together a sandwich. You guys ready?
1: Are we doing a playoff sandwich? And four layers. This is a big sandwich.
2: This is going to be a juicy one. I was thinking just game ones in the NHL or NBA. <laughs> NBA right. is not even really out yet, is I it? I got a game one then. Uh, I oh, lost. yeah. It I'll start this off. Okay. What do you got, BM?
0: I'm going to go Tampa, Florida. First period, both teams score, plus
2: 125. I dig that. I dig that. I was going to throw the over from that game into this mix, but I will refrain from that now. Uh, Zach, do you have anything jumping off to you? I got to pull it up really quickly.
3: I don't know. I've struggled with my first round bets in Mm. games. I really did not do as well as I hoped I would. <laughs> me neither. It's been
0: really, <laughs> really frustrating. Me neither at all. i not Had it not been for my DraftKings, I probably would have been like, whoa. <laughs> this is just kind of evened it out." I've, I've had some oopsies. Um, I could see over
3: six between Carolina and the Rangers.
2: Yeah, I don't mind that. So that'll be on uh, Tuesday. So we throw that in over Wednesday. six. Sorry, Wednesday, Wednesday. Yes,
1: yes.
3: And now it's uh, minus 102, by the way.
1: This contradicts. My point that was made not too long ago, but Colorado to win Game One, money line, yeah, just money line. Minus all right, two thirty on points, but
2: all right. So then that leaves me searching for a bet in the Oilers Flames game to pick. What do I want to do? I mean, I could just be super greasy here. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, I'm thinking. Do we think the Oilers score a little bit in game one? Do they get the offense rolling? You know what? This parlay is already so juicy. I'm just going to stick with my... I'm going to be the coward leg of the parlay. Just there to throw a little extra hey, value in. A little extra so sprinkle. So this bet takes our parlay from plus 542 to plus 670. 696, sorry. So it brings us up a pretty good amount. Oilers over one and a half goals.
1: In the, in the game?
2: Yep. Yeah. OT included.
1: (laughs) Let's do it. I hope so. (laughs) Like, if yours is
0: the leg that does not hit on this, we've got a problem.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oilers over one and a half goals. Colorado to win game one. Rangers Canes over six. Both teams to score in the first period in Tampa, Florida. Yep. I'm excited for this one. It pays out plus 696. So if you were to throw $10 on it, you're basically getting 80 bucks back. If you're betting on this, let us know. Join our community, BLT Bets, on Twitter.
1: It's very easy to do,
2: and we will sweat this thing out together.
1: It literally says communities on the side of your Twitter feed or at the bottom on your phone, and you just press search and type in BLT Bets, and it's the green one with the logo of BLT Bets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I am also just a bonus play. This game starts in an hour and a half, so I'm sure people won't even listen to the podcast in time. Jay's team total tonight. Uh, Chris Flexing gave up like six runs to the Phillies last time out. Jays are back at the dome. Their offense is just famished right now. They desperately need to get some runs, and I like them to do exactly that tonight. Uh, over four and a half minus 110 is what I'm
1: taking. All right. Should we quickly review the picks? Or? Okay.
2: Yeah, let's go through. So I, I can go first while you guys get your notes together. So my round one or my round two NHL picks. Tampa, Florida to go seven games plus 220. Edmonton, Calgary to go seven games plus 210. Just need one of those and it'll be profit. Kane over three goals, minus 118. McDavid shot prop, 24 and a half. Nude shot prop, 16 and a half. McKinnon shot prop, 27 and a half. McKinnon over three and a half goals. McCarr over six points. Colorado minus one and a half. And the parlay of no sweeps in the first three. Florida Tampa over five and a half games at uh, plus 143. So that's what I got. Liam?
1: I still can't believe that sweep one. I just think that's so funny. Damn. Um okay, so I have Oilers Calgary to go to six games to end in six games. On the nose six games. On the nose, plus two hundred. Yep. Carolina plus one and a half at uh, plus one ten. Yep. Carolina to win the series four two at uh, plus six fifty. Wow. Which I thought was kinda wild. Uh Tampa Bay straight up plus one thirty one. Tampa Bay money line um spread one yep. and a half, which is plus two twenty. Juicy. And I'm riding it St. Louis to win the series, which is what? Plus 300? I can't even plus find 330. it. Plus right 330. Yep. That's what we're riding. Go Blues. Zach.
3: I'm on a ton. I'm such a degenerate. It's terrible. Uh, Lightning outright, plus 131. Canes, minus 1.5, minus 109. St. Louis, plus 2.5, minus 128. Uh, Colorado, St. Louis, and Florida, Tampa, over 5.5 games. All series, over 5.5 games, plus 678. Oilers, Flames, over 6.5, minus Oilers to win in game seven. Oilers outright. I am on McCarr over six points. McKinnon over 27 and a half shots. Kane over Kachuk and goals. McDavid over 24 and a half shots. And Nuge over 16 and a half shots.
0: Zach has bet every single bet you could possibly get in a sports book. <laughs> I need
2: help. Let's <laughs> keep the units small. You're good.
0: I got Evander Kane outscoring Matt Kachuk at minus 139. I've got Kale McCarr over six points at minus 118. I've got McDavid over 24 and a half shots at minus 105. I've got Nuge over 16 and a half shots plus 120. I've got Evander Kane over three goals at minus 118. I have got the no sweeps parlay going. Added in the Tampa, Florida going over. Ah, yes. Uh, And then what else did I have? I had one more. Oh, and then I have uh, I just you know what? Both teams score tomorrow, Tampa and Florida. I think the first game they're both gonna get a couple in the first in the first period.
2: Mm-hmm. Hot start in the Battle of Florida.
0: Battle of Florida. Florida All man
2: right. is out. BOF. BOF and BOA. Those are gonna be unreal series. The other Off-ball. two I'm like mildly excited for Battle of Florida, Battle of Alberta. Those will be unbelievable. Amen.
0: It's good for the league
1: to have these games. Like oh, these yeah. series. It's what's,
0: great. What's not good for the league is game on Friday
1: at ten thirty PM? That is <laughs> that's weird. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Why do you have an answer?
2: No, no okay. answer at all. Like there, why you can't start that game at seven thirty mountain, nine thirty Eastern is beyond me.
1: Or just eight o'clock like they've done for yeah. every other game. Like yeah, like just why do we need the sense. extra half hour? we we literally so are missing dumb. half the games now. And yep. the game's got pushed back.
2: Although, just Sunday, long weekend, Battle sick. of Alberta, 6 o'clock. Yeah, 8 o'clock nice. Eastern. Yep.
1: Unreal. Amen. I think that's why they did it. Just be like, okay, we'll do this to them and they'll hate it. But we'll give them a 6 o'clock. But there's like Sunday. not even
2: like a good reason for that game to start at 8.30.
1: No, this, there's not. There it's, not like
2: you're, it's, a, it's not like you're a beer league team. And you're like, ah, oh, we can't get the ice till 8.30 tonight.
1: <laughs> Shit. Maybe like, someone bucked. The saddle dome. And it, it's just unavailable until 8.30? <laughs> Sorry, guys. We've got a... B's knees and the police force going one-on-one. <laughs> B's <laughs> knees and the police force.
0: <laughs> uh. six.
1: It's the only logical explanation. But Wednesday, oh. I guess we'll talk some other sports that aren't hockey. Yes. NFL futures.
2: Yes, you are itching to do NFL yes. futures.
1: And we have a Grand Prix coming up, which yes. we'll put a little juice yes. on that one. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Indeed. Go to the community again. Yes, go to the community.
2: Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for another episode of BLT Bets. Thanks for tuning in. This was a bit of a long one, too. I like it. But we're all ready to go for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Join our community, give us your locks, we'll give you some love on the next episode as well. Until then, enjoy Talk Wednesday. When you make decisions for your company, you
0: look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.